Welcome, you're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss to just living better and with more energy or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Hey everyone, you're on air with Ella, and today I'm joined by an uber special guest, my podcast manager slash assistant slash savior, Rachel. Hey Rachel, how are you? Good. Are you nervous? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a behind the scenes person. You love it behind the scenes. I just pulled you out. I just ripped the curtain down. Yep. It's all right. Well, I had to have you on the air because you did all the work. So you guys, I've talked to you about doing some research in natural makeup options. And I've been telling you forever, like a year, I think, that I wanted to cover natural makeup options on the show, largely for selfish purposes, P.S. And then Rachel did a huge amount of research and she reached out to companies and asked for samples so we could test them, et cetera, et cetera. So, Rach, how could I do the show without having my subject matter expert on the show? Well, thanks. And I feel selfish about it, too, because I really just wanted to know what makeup to be using. So I got something out of it, too. And a little bit of free makeup. (laughs) And a lot of free makeup. Yes. (laughs) That part did not suck. (laughs) No, I'm wearing my my lipstick. I'm wearing my bright pink lipstick. And you're not, it's not going to kill you. No. Outstanding. See, it's not the worst job in the world. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Okay. I want to talk about this, but mostly I just want to get these options in front of you. So let me just tell you before we jump in here that Rachel and I created a handout for you that actually has live links in it. So if you hear about something that you are interested in and you want it, you can download the free shopping guide that we created for you. And it's got live links in it, which means if there's a particular brand you're interested in, you can click on it to learn more or you can click on it to shop for it or to grab it off of Amazon or whatever makes you happy. Because we only shortlisted the very few standouts, Rach. We were very selective, I must say, and only the things that really met, you know, what I would consider fairly high standards, only the things that met those standards actually made it on the list. So I just wanted everybody to know that that's available and I'll put that handout in the show notes. But basically, we've all heard that there are toxic chemicals in a lot of makeup, right? Like you've heard about lead in your lipstick, so on and so forth. And you just know intuitively now, you know the stuff that you're buying at the big box stores and just the normal off-the-shelf stuff is filled with chemicals that are not super friendly. And we're going to dive into that just a little bit. I think when, at least my experience walking into a drugstore, is that I do already gravitate towards the natural makeup options. I see those and I see, okay, all of these labels say natural on them. And yet I'm a little skeptical. There's so much that says that and I don't actually know what it means and where to even start. Oh, I hear you. Like we want, we see natural on packaging. It's the same with food. We see natural on packaging, or maybe they use some sort of earth tones in their packaging. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they put a leaf on the outside and we're like, oh, this is natural. This is fine. This is fantastic. Natural means nothing. It means zip. It means nada. It means absolutely nothing. There's no regulation with regard to how companies use the words natural. And surprisingly enough, the FDA hasn't even defined organic and it doesn't inspect or test cosmetics before they hit the shelf. So every company is responsible for its own safety. So that sounds risky. (laughs) So just like the supplement industry, Rachel, it's 
totally unregulated. Like you can sort of say whatever you want to say. And it's kind of a buyer beware situation. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm wondering what, you know, if there aren't these regulations like there are for medicine, then how do we know exactly what's happening when we put that makeup on our body? Yeah, we don't. And we know some things. We have learned some more things about the endocrine disruptors that are in makeup, about lead being present in makeup, and some more things that you and I can sort of deep dive into. But let me start with a fun fact. In 2007, a report found that women who wear cosmetics absorb nearly five pounds of chemicals into their bodies each year. That's like half a pound of chemicals a month. That's disgusting. Awful. Awful. (laughs) I mean, picture like a five gallon anything. Picture a one gallon jug of milk. Now picture five of them. Now picture consuming those and they're filled with, you know, dyes and chemicals and just a hint of lead and aluminum and formaldehyde and all sorts of good stuff. I mean, yum, right? It makes me not want to wear makeup. I don't wear that much to begin with, but it makes me not want to put any of it on my body. And yet, I was thinking we're coming coming out of wedding season. There have been so many occasions where I have also felt the need and the desire to get dressed up, to feel my best, and just to be a little fancy sometimes. And I can't really do it with a clean conscience if I know that makeup is doing this to me. Right. And and then if you try to buy the healthy stuff, the mineral stuff, I don't know about you. I don't know if you've done that yet, but that stuff is great and it lasts about 45 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm so good at this. And 45 minutes later, you know, I look like I slept underneath my car. So I, I totally hear you. And I don't wear a huge amount of makeup, but I don't know about you or whoever's joining us today. I'm thinking when it comes to things like makeup and hair products, they're kind of like the last stand for me. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'll clean up my diet. I'll clean up the products I use in my home to clean my home. I will use soap that isn't full of phthalates and nasty chemicals. And then I'm like, but don't touch my hair (laughs) because my hair is toxic and it's going to stay that way (laughs) because my hair needs to look good. Well, it's kind of the same thing with makeup like I only have one foot in the trying to be healthy camp and and I mean when you think about it your skin is your largest organ like everybody's heard that but really think about it it's your largest organ the epidermis so it's it's absorbing so very much and we're like oh yeah but I gotta look good and and you know what that's a fair tension to have. There's nothing wrong with that. In other words, maybe some people, I suppose I'm speaking to those people who are like, look, I'll clean up everything else, but don't talk to me about my makeup because the performance of the natural stuff sucks and I want to look good. And that's kind of where you and I were when we jumped into this and we asked for samples and we were like, please send us some samples that actually work so that we still look like a human being by say five o'clock. Exactly. (laughs) So we learned a lot. And first of all, I have to say that this education started with episode 68 with Nadine Artemis. I mean, Rachel, you know, I love me some Nadine. Me too. I just got myself some best skin ever from Nadine and it has changed my life. My face is so soft. I love best skin ever. Okay. Time out for an unpaid unsolicited commercial. (laughs) If you've listened (laughs) to anything I've ever said about skincare, you know, I'm addicted to best skin ever. And Nadine Artemis makes that and sells it on her site, Living Libations. Rachel, remind me and I'll put our coupon code for Living Libations in the show notes, just in case anybody is all excited about that. We totally love it. And we were really, really adamant about finding makeup solutions and talking not just about skincare, which we've done in the past, but really really getting detailed about makeup. But this journey did start with that skincare episode with Nadine in episode 68. 
And what she taught me, Rachel, was that our skin is like a living, breathing thing. In fact, she refers to the microbiome that is our skin. It's a literal ecosystem. And I was like, wait, what? Because I was just learning that your gut microbiome is so, so important. And, you know, your bacterial balance is so critical. And of course, I've done many a show on that topic. And it's something that I'm extremely passionate about and a topic that you'll hear more about again. But I had never put two and two together and made the connection that our skin also is a microbiome. It is a literal ecosystem. And when we destroy it, when we sort of annihilate it with chemicals that are really, really harsh or detrimental, we age faster and we can impact our hormonal balance. Like none of that's good. (laughs) None of that's okay with me. So how exactly is makeup brutal to our microbiome? Okay, so two things there, right? Like the everything is toxic. So annoying, right? It's like everything, everything in our life is toxic. We can't win, so I might as well not try, right? In episode 65, we had Dr. Wiggy on and we talked about heavy metals and how we all have them because of the world that we live in. I mean, we have heavy metals naturally present, but we obviously were talking about, you know, unhealthy loads. And the problem is when metals like mercury and lead build up and accumulate and then, and then, they sort of overwhelm our immune system. Well, we do have the power to manage that, especially when you consider that 60% of what you put on your skin actually reaches your bloodstream, which by the way, increases to almost 100% with scalp, underarm, and groin exposure. Now, I don't know about you, I'm not putting makeup on my scalp in my underarms and pretty much never in my groin. However, I just think it's really useful for people to just understand that your body is a sponge, right? So naturally it makes sense for us to use cosmetics that don't add to your body burden, that don't add to your body burden on of toxic chemicals. But basically there are four things that actually comprise makeup. Like these are the four things you sort of have to have if you're making traditional makeup. You have to have preservatives, emollients, surfactants, and emulsifiers, okay? Those four things, as they appear in most makeups, they have this effect on your body. So you ask, like, how is this hurting our microbiome? This is what they do. They can alter your pH balance, making you more acidic than alkaline. They can dry out your skin, which causes premature aging and wrinkles. They can disrupt your endocrine system, which will result in hormonal imbalance. They can plug your pores, They can imbalance the bacteria, you know, the microbiome that we're talking about. They can create fungal infections, create inflammation, and stiffen cells, again, which contributes to premature aging. And I'm like, this is makeup. Isn't this about doing the opposite? It's just like Nadine pointed out to us that whitening your teeth with traditional whiteners actually results in having yellower, dingier teeth later in life. Well, same thing with this traditional makeup. Like, it's so much harder on your skin. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And actually, I found a list of 10 toxic beauty ingredients to avoid. So we can put that in the show notes too. That'll break down some of these specific things to look for on labels. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Yes, we'll absolutely link to that, the 10 toxic beauty ingredients. And then honestly, Rachel, for the people who are like me or they're like, I don't even care what they are. I just want to avoid them. So tell me what to buy. You know, obviously the handout that we made will work for you, but I'm going to link to two apps that I was reminded of recently. One is the environmental working groups app where you can literally just scan the barcode of whatever you're shopping for and it will tell you 
you know, green flag or red flag and it'll tell you what's in it. And there's another one called Think Dirty, which is great for makeup. And it will tell you whether or not it's a recommended buy if you care about natural and truly organic ingredients. So so if you're like me and you just kind of want it to be idiot proof, then I will link to those as well. So can we rapid fire through some products? Yeah, like let's, let's let's kind of break it down here for just a second. Let's just cover kind of some of the basics and there's overlap between some of these, but truly, you know, different types of products have different ingredients and different effects. Like mascara is going to be different than foundation. So let's start with foundation. So this, I mean, if you use foundation, you are smearing it all over your face, okay? Think of your face as a sponge and an ecosystem. <laughs> and what it's got in it in traditional brands a bunch of words I can't pronounce. <laughs> Propylene glycol, methylparaben, propylparaben, all of which are considered endocrine disruptors, by the way. And the endocrine system regulates all biological processes in the body, including the development of the brain and the, ner the nervous system, the reproductive system. Like you get the idea. Okay. So heavy metals and other hazardous ingredients that can be inhaled are also present in foundation. I mean, just in general, this one is a huge red flag because honestly, like the actual surface area on which you use it, you know what I mean? Like if you were going to prioritize which products to change in your makeup kit, I would start with foundation and lipstick. And, you know, maybe mascara would be priority three. Foundation is a big issue and powders and obviously anything that just gets a lot of real estate on the face. Does that make sense? Exactly. Yeah. Well, let me tell you why lipstick is a huge issue. So first of all, I almost always slap some lip gloss or lipstick on before I walk out of the house. It's the easiest thing. If you can't <laughs> do anything else, you could do that. You're like, I made an effort. In fact, if I put on lip gloss or lipstick, you know, my family's like, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> How sad is that? <laughs> I hear you. Well, the New York Times said, this is a quote from them. Millions of women and girls apply lipstick every day and not just once. Some style conscious users touch up their color more than 10 times a day. So that's great and probably true. We're eating it. And a recent study found that a wide range of brands contain as many as eight other metals from cadmium to aluminum. Okay, those are never going to appear on the label because they're contaminants of other ingredients that are on the label. Okay, so you might have an ingredient on the label and not realize that that is bringing cadmium to the party. All right. So besides the endocrine disruptors that are present in foundation that I mentioned before, there's often titanium dioxide, which usually exists in nanoparticle form, meaning, well, it's what it sounds like. Nanoparticles are teeny, 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 tiny, okay? That's what nano means. And they've been shown to cross the cell barrier and drive into organs, including the brain, and they can cause long-term oxidative damage. And it's just generally just no bueno. And nobody is talking about the size of their particles when they're marketing their lipstick. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That would be cool, though. <laughs> That's right. This is made with nanoparticles that will kill you. And then there's the lead. Like, I think this was fairly recently revealed, but several studies have shown that lipsticks contain varying levels of lead. And it's not because lead is added to the lipstick. Like, nobody's in their lipstick factory and going, oh, you know what this red number five needs? It needs, like, a little bit of lead. That's not happening. But it is a byproduct of the manufacturing process itself. So if you're licking your lips several times a day while you're wearing lipstick or eating or drinking, like how much lead and how much titanium dioxide and how many parabens are we actually eating? It kind of freaks me out a little. Yeah, I'm a, I lick my lips all the time. So that is one that's especially scary to me. And when you mentioned like the milk jugs full of chemicals earlier, 
That's yeah, essentially that's putting the there. milk junk to your mouth. <laughs> that's right. That is definitely going in the five gallons for sure. Okay. So let's talk about mascara. Now I said that if I had to prioritize these, personally, I would prioritize lipstick, then foundation, then mascara. And the reason why, while the surface area matters, I'm just not wearing foundation or powder often enough. I'm putting lipstick or lip gloss on every single day. So just the frequency makes that priority number one for me. And then it would be the foundation or whatever I'm putting all over my face. And by the way, eyeshadows and stuff that go on your eye, they fall into the same category as the skin application stuff that is foundation. But then the mascara, the people who care about this stuff say that actually mascara should be a huge priority because people poke their eyes or like get this in their eyes a little bit and your eyes are such an important portal to the body and oftentimes we don't remove our mascara at night and so the flakes get into your eyes so they're like oh no you want to start with your mascara <laughs> like you want you want to attack this one first so the jury's still out the priorities are really depending on you and what your daily routine but mascara's got some fairly scary ingredients in it including synthetic colorants that have been linked to organ toxicity toxicity. And again, the list goes on and on and on. But, you know, people love their mascaras. I mean, Rachel, people are passionate about their mascaras. And frankly, when we did these samples, I was like, there are a couple things that I'm just not that concerned about. And I wasn't personally concerned about mascara because I was like, how much mascara could I possibly be absorbing? But I wasn't thinking about the whole flaking thing. I wasn't even thinking about that. But when we got these samples in, I was so thrilled about the mascara options because there was literally no difference between my drugstore stuff and the natural vegan options that we got. So I was totally stoked for that. I was too. And it made me think, when was the last time I even bought new mascara, which is another thing about makeup. You are so right. And how many times, like, I swear to you, I probably have mascara that belongs in a museum. Like, I probably have mascara that is pre my son being born. Um, and I, I'm pretty good about cleaning stuff out. I'm not really a hoarder. But I mean, how many of us have product in our drawers or your makeup kit or whatever, however you roll? And it is, you know, circa 1987. You know what I'm saying? You're exactly right. Makeup expires. And P.S., if you don't know how long you've had your makeup, that's a sign. <laughs> It is. But I want us all to chuck all the nasty stuff anyway. We found, I'm telling you, I was such a doubter. I did not believe I was going to find natural, organic, vegan options for Pete's sake that actually had the performance quality. So I was very skeptical going into this. I am completely pumped and I'm chucking all the old stuff. I've gotten rid of most of it already. And I was super impressed, Rachel, with the fact that everybody that ended up on our shortlist, they have like a complete line. It's not like, oh, just get your lip glosses here, or your lipsticks here. They actually have everything. They have products. I don't even know what they do. Yeah. So it really is like, it feels kind of cheap to say that sometimes, but just having a one-stop shop for your makeup is extremely helpful. So let's talk about the people that made it on our shortlist. You wanna? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm just going to read these out. And then, like I said, you can download, you can actually download our handout, but I just kind of want to give these companies a shout out. One of them is Afterglow Cosmetics. And this is a girl boss owned company. Love these lady bosses. <laughs> and she started this company in North Carolina and it's organic. It's a botanical product line. It's cruelty free. It's vegan and they're fun products. Like I really, really liked Afterglow's products. And then Zuzu is and Gabriel are both owned by the same company and they are also botanically based. And those are available in some cases at Whole Foods and Target.com. That you did that research. Is that true? We can get the stuff at Target? 
Yeah. So actually, if you are in the States, you can order um, from Target.com or it looks like they're in the store as well. Also in Whole Foods. Oh, okay. So look for Gabriel Cosmetics at Target.com or in Whole Foods. That's outstanding. Okay. Now here is a swishy posh brand, Vapor Organic Beauty. This was on the pricier end. And part of the reason why is because it's luscious. (laughs) (laughs) vapor is i mean you would not know that you're buying a healthy option it looks exactly like the luxury brands it has champion safety status from the environmental working group they have sustainable production methods i mean vapor is gorge i totally loved it now you guys know i recently interviewed the ceo and the founder of elate cosmetics right you remember melody she did just she gave us the most amazing episode i loved it you should definitely listen to that if you have not already and we're not talking about makeup we talk about makeup for like three minutes uh and the rest of the time we're talking about her life story it's amazing elate is at the very top of my list because she is the real deal and her packaging is sustainable so a lot of it's made out of bamboo and you can reuse it. I mean, I don't even think about that, Rachel. I don't even think about the fact that everything I buy that's makeup oriented is in plastic, totally not recyclable. It's sitting in the landfill. Yeah. Or actually, who are we kidding? It's all sitting in our drawers, not harming the environment because we never throw it out. (laughs) (laughs) That's one way to think about it. But when we do, when we do, like it's just hanging out in the landfill, not at all decomposing. So that's kind of nasty when you think about it. And Melody really, really cares about where she sources her products from. She did touch on that in her episode. And basically, I could go on and on with my love for Elate Cosmetics, but their product line is the real deal. And it's a full product line. And then there's one I had never heard of. It's based out of the UK and it's called Beauty Without Cruelty. And my UK listeners might be rolling their eyes at me being like, how could you have never heard of that? It's again, a vegan option. And Elate, by the way, is totally vegan, totally organic, totally botanical. Beauty Without Cruelty is, as you might imagine, cruelty-free as well. They all are. And this is the brand that had the mascara. They sent us too, I think. I love it. Like, it's amazing. I totally, totally, totally dig it. And also, Beauty Without Cruelty sent a non-toxic nail polish, which I'm totally down with. I mean, I'm not going to do an episode on nail polish. It's not happening. But it's so nice to know that non-toxic nail polish exists. And it lasted just like any kind of normal nail polish. So that was cool. So they have a completely full line. And then, Rachel, all these people that sell Beauty Counter are like up in arms right now going, why are you not mentioning Beauty Counter? (laughs) We see you. We hear you. So Beauty Counter, this is so funny because the people that, that know and love Beauty Counter really, really, really love it. Well, I love their mission. Like, I am so thrilled with this company and it's, I love the quality standard. Like, I have a lot of great things to say about Beauty Counter, except... I haven't tried it. So I'm a big fan of the company and everyone who uses it loves it. And as many of you know, you have to buy it through a beauty counter consultant, many of whom offered to send us products. So shout out to you guys. Love you. But it was one of our requirements was that we got samples from the actual company itself. And we just didn't get any samples. They just, they just didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't send us any. I believe in it so much that I put them on our handout, but I haven't been able to personally sample them. So there's that, my beauty counter people. Rachel, is there anything that I should be mentioning about natural, vegan, organic, non-toxic makeup options that I have omitted? Um, it gives you an excuse to play. We so enjoyed trying everything. What is more fun than just sitting surrounded by a big pile of makeup and trying it? So, you know, even if you don't go, you don't want to commit full on to something and buy the entire Elate line, I would say pick and choose some. 
we enjoyed it and i think it, i think it's different for everyone what you like makeup wise will vary depending on who you are and your experience with makeup so we've given you a good spectrum of options i think I totally agree. We've given price range options and different ways to procure them, et cetera, et cetera. So that handout is available to you guys. Obviously it's free. Just hit the show notes and download that. If you want it, you can save it to your phone. You guys know that you can save PDFs to your phone, right? You just click on them and they'll go into your library if you have an iPhone, at least. I don't know. I don't know how anything else works, Rachel. I barely know how the iPhone works, actually. Okay, so here's what's next up. First of all, I'm going to update the sunscreen guide and the makeup guide annually, partially because I need the free makeup. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love it though. When I have my event in 2018, because you know I'm going to have an event for all of us in 2018, I'll just bring all the free stuff that people send me and we'll sit around and have a makeup party. How's that sound? <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Okay. So you and I will be there at least. Okay. So next up though is hair because I told you and I wasn't kidding. If makeup was my second to last stand hair is my last stand because i want my hair to look good like throw me this bone at least let me have this and i don't know about you guys i am having a heck of a time finding a shampoo and conditioner that isn't you know that that really is natural and i'm not going the no shampoo method so don't email me about that i love you but that's not happening here for me not not this year anyway. Um, and so Rachel, I really want our amazing listeners to give us some suggestions and shout out to brands that they love for natural hair options, because I, I already buy shampoo and conditioner that doesn't have parabens in it and some of the sort of obvious biggies. But I still know that even the big brand quote, natural botanical end quote option that I use right now that many of you would be familiar with. I know, I know that it's not perfectly natural and it's not perfectly organic and it's not particularly vegan or necessarily great for the water supply and all of that. So I'm looking for some amazing options that result in good hair because I think I've tried maybe 1 billion and four brands. Do you use anything that you love or are you in the problem with me? I'm in the problem. I've tried a bunch. I actually did the no shampoo thing for a while and was sort of unsatisfied by it only because it didn't fit my lifestyle exactly. And so I'm with you. Yes. So we need help. So Rachel and I are going to reach out to some companies, but right now I don't even know how to reach out to. So who do you love for hair, you guys? And it can be any hair care product, any hair care product under the sun that is relatively natural, non-toxic, and something that we can feel good about, but still look good because I refuse to compromise. All right. Shout out to the companies who sent us makeup samples. We love you. We thank you so much for helping us educate ourselves. So thank you, Kristen Adams of Afterglow. Thank you, Gabrielle of Gabrielle and Zuzu Cosmetics. Thank you, Vapor. Thank you, Beauty Without Cruelty. And thank you, Melody and the Elate Cosmetics team. All right, you guys, until next time, Rachel. You did great. Thanks for having me. All right. Are you still nervous? Less so. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps. It's over. You're done. You did it. You are a podcaster. Okay, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. Don't forget to join our Facebook page and thanks for those phenomenal reviews in iTunes. Every great review helps and we read every one. 
thanks for listening and thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.